Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything, from t-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets, and of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days. Like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection, or the rich and polished premium slub crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code staple two zero. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, also the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check out Off the Floor. A whole bunch of other Heat fans have this week. So go to winnow.app backslash off the floor. We know you're looking for new social media services. Well, here you can get texts directly to your phone, everything related to the Miami Heat from the hosts of Five on the Floor, winnow.app backslash off the floor. Also check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, including our friends over at Ubreak Wheel Fix. Check them out at ubreakwheelfix.com. That's ubreakwheelfix.com, your complete wheel solution. They will do the repairs. They'll do the refinishing. They'll do the powder coating. They'll do the cool touches to it, the cool colors and all that stuff. Check out Mark and his team. Make sure you mention Five Reasons. They're based in Aventura. The phone number 305-748-0112. That's 305-748-0112. You break, that's with a U, you break wheelfix.com. And now, today's episode. Down to this day. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got them all banned. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick in the Five Reasons Sports. we got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. Greg Sylvander, you can follow him at Greg Sylvander. And now we're going to bring in another cap guru here, break down some things that are going on related to the Miami Heat, but specifically to how a Dane Lillard trade might actually get done, especially if it has to expand not just beyond two teams, but maybe even beyond three teams, which is something that we've been discussing over the past few days. You can find his work on Hoops Hype and other places. His name is Yossi Goslin. Yossi, we appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm excited. Is there a way to get all 30 teams involved in this trade? Uh, I think 29 will probably suffice. <laughs> 
who would be the one that's out? Let's think about this. This will be a good way to start the show. Who um, hates the heat the most? Uh, Boston. There you go. All right, so let's go through. Yeah, exactly. Boston. Well, Danny Ainge, right? Utah, Boston. Uh, who else might not get involved here? Milwaukee. Um, really? and say and- Cleveland, but they may get involved with this Max Struess signing trade. They could get roped in all of a sudden. Ooh. Anyway, we're going to veer off too far. Let's stay focused. Let, let's try to stay focused. All right, so let, let's get through it. And, and here's the reason that this has come up. Um, first thing, you have all these trades, just so fans understand. And they're reported, but they're not consummated. And that's the way that this works during this moratorium. That things are agreed to, they're reported, but sometimes they're reported kind of 50% of the way, 75% of the way. And it's like, okay, this pick may go here, but it may not go here. The teams don't make announcements until you get through the moratorium. And so it leaves these transactions kind of open-ended. And we have seen numerous times that open-ended transactions end up getting tied to other transactions that are going on. And it's sort of more of a puzzle than we anticipated. But before we get to things that could happen and all of these things are things that could happen but go through your idea because Yosia, because i'm just i want you to put it out there what you wrote this week so i've been kind of whenever there's a lot of trades going on around the draft the moratorium each year i kind of start trying to put unfinished threads together see if there's something there i remember the first one that really clicked to me was a couple years ago when with the russell westbrook to lakers trade and the Nets wanted to get involved to get Dinwiddie. And I realized, wait a minute. I mean, the Wizards wanted to get involved to get Dinwiddie. And I thought, wait, so like they can either send back some of the guys they got back, like Pope or, and someone else. But then I realized, wait a minute, like with the amount he, of money he's supposedly getting, they could just put that part of the Westbrook deal and get Dinwiddie instead without giving any pieces. And ever since that, I've always been trying to uh, kind of put – I kind of like, yeah, like you said, it's a puzzle. I, I'll try to keep these unfinished deals in mind when other ones start to come up. And this year, it feels like with the Dame trade situation in particular, we can have a really big one. Uh, so I, I I wrote about it. We have the, the Heat. They have two trades that haven't been official yet. They're going to trade Victor Oladipo to the Thunder in a salary dump. And they're going to trade, uh, sign and trade Max Cruz to the Cavs. Uh, they're not taking anything back. And then uh, the Nets, who, who's rumored to get Tyler Hero, they already have a uh, a trade set where they're going to salary dump Joe Harris to the Pistons and Patty Mills to the Rockets. So I just put together all these trades with the rumors, with the Heat in Portland and Brooklyn into one big trade where you combine all these incomplete ones and – when you do that, there's already enough money going around from the Heat's perspective, from the Nets' perspective, that they already match for the, they're already sending out enough stuff for their targets. So to me, it feels like if the Heat do end up get, getting Damian Lillard, I think some of these trades probably get combined, maybe not all of them, but it's just a way to simplify the the outgoing money, especially because. I don't think the Blazers want Kyle Lowry or Duncan Robinson or some of the other. I mean, those are the two big ones that you would that first comes to mind. So you avoid having to do that or find another team to have to take those guys. All right. So, and I know Greg's itching to jump in here, but I just want to follow on one thing related to this because, again, of the mechanics of all of it, which is that these, again, these trades are verbally agreed to. Okay. 
So is there a chance that maybe one of these teams thinks that one of these uh, tentacles is going to be combined into another trade and then it isn't. And then all of a sudden a verbal agreement falls apart. In other words, could, could you, could you bite off more than you could chew here? And could we end up seeing some of the deals that we thought were happening? Like, okay, Struess is going to Cleveland or Oladipo is going to OKC. And then that falls apart because maybe one of the parties thought that, you know, this was going to get tied into something else. I mean, crazy shit happens. Okay. Just to be, I mean, like we saw a Dallas Miami deal fall apart because I guess Cuban didn't understand the word Dragic as opposed to Olenek, okay? And we also saw Dylan Brooks and Marshawn Brooks get confused a few years ago. So it's not like we're dealing with rocket scientists in every NBA front office, right? Or I someone mean, could be spiteful. Right, what, exactly. Like, is there any chance you think that maybe some of these parties think something's going to happen and it's not, and then all of a sudden one of the, the single pieces falls apart? I don't think it'll fall apart over something that another team wants to add to it that just usually that doesn't happen like you just said the examples where deals have fallen apart it's generally because someone's trying to pull a fast one as far as who the name is that they actually want to include uh but i can't really think of many examples where deals fell apart for other than that or medical stuff like the clippers one recently where it's like like out of something more about uh like what the team's getting that they're going to, you know, or what, what else they want to add. Like the idea that the heater, like, Hey, Cleveland, let's reel this in with the Dame trade. And now the Cavs are like, Oh, hell no, we're not going to help you guys get Dame. Like, like I don't see that happening, mm -hmm. but what could happen is some of these other teams involved could try to get a little more out of it, maybe from the heat. So I remember like that specific Westbrook Dinwiddie trade, the Lakers ended up extracting like another second round pick for helping facilitate this, expanding it to include some other teams such as Brooklyn. So in that, I could see that happening where maybe the Heat have to give a little something else to convince these teams to participate. But for it to, for like the Strew seal, for example, to fall apart over like, Miami's desire to potentially expand it. I don't see that happening. Well, the throwing in part has happened before. It happened with Mo Harkless with the Heat with the when the Dragic deal fell apart, and Miami ended up having to flip a first round pick to the Clippers yeah. to make the whole Harkless exactly. Whiteside thing happen. Uh, you know, at the last second, they sure they didn't want to give up that first round pick. Although in retrospect, they got Jimmy Butler and they got rid of Hassan Whiteside, so they'll take it anyway. Greg, go. Yeah. So your article was awesome. I just want to start by saying that. Every Thank Heat you. fan, if you have not read it, go to hoopshype.com. It was published on July the 4th, and it's Damian Lillard to Miami, Tyler here to Brooklyn. Here's how that trade could look like. Um, go read it and follow this man. So there's my shameless plug towards you. Thank you. This is where I want to start. I promise I'm not going to just uh, wax poetic about how awesome you write. This is not what I'm here to do. I got I perked my ears up when you talked about the fact that they already have enough salary going out with the other transactions that are taking place to acquire Dame Lillard. Because what you infer by saying that, and I understand that this is very hypothetical, some of this is speculative, and I'm going to lean into what I think is less speculative in a moment. But what you're implying here and i just want to make it clear for heat fans because this is how i absorb it and i want to make sure i'm absorbing it accurately if they were to do that they would then have lots of other salary on the roster remaining 
to fortify around Dame Lillard, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo that maybe Heat fans were not initially conceptualizing because everything that's been talked about has been Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Kyle Lowry. And that's basically every tool you had in your toolbox from a salary perspective. Whereas what you're saying is just based off of what's already been agreed upon with certain guys, there's the propensity to potentially get something like this done. I understand it's a unique improbable scenario i'll lean in and say but that's what you're saying correct yeah no I, and i think the way you just explained it was even better at explaining that what i'm saying yeah it's a concept it's uh i i don't think i'm not i don't i doubt it will happen exactly like how i proposed but it just makes sense that maybe some of it ends up happening uh yeah. that way so some piggyback off that yeah. and I'll make this one more concise. <clears throat> um, I and Ethan heard the same information today. We know that Oklahoma city Brooklyn has been reported as a team that's willing to take Tyler hero. And also a team that we now can say is um, at least doing their investigative reporting around what it would mean to take Tyler hero is Oklahoma city. And so that perked my ears up as we know the Oladipo move is in play. And so that is the one move, the Oladipo Oklahoma City move that I think is destined to get looped into this trade. Do you do agree or disagree with me? Um, regardless of what I'm telling you from what we heard today, just from more from a cap perspective, do you think that that's one of the more logical trades that gets looped in versus the Max Struess Cleveland one? Although San Antonio with their cap space, it's enticing to not say that's the one. Uh, I'm interested, agree or disagree there, and then any of the other moves that you think are the most likely or any other connective tissue around the league, like the Joe Harris move, like what are the ones that you think actually have more probability? And then uh, Alex, the floor will be yours for a question. 100% agree on the Oladipo one, particularly because Miami has a pretty strong trade history with the Thunder. Uh, they've done a lot of deals over the past and past few years and, and actually i talked about it this morning how one thing that the they can agree to is oklahoma city owns miami's 20 to 25 first uh they they can talk about expanding their portion of the deal to help the heat improve their package for damian lillard right now the heat can only trade two firsts but let's say the heat does agree to swap their 20 30 first and get their 2025 first. Now they could trade a third first. Um, so that's just like one thing that can that makes even more. It just makes like that that puzzle piece definitely seems like the most likely to happen. I agree. The other ones. So the Joe Harris one, I I do think, yeah, they can do the salary matching, but in the end, they'll probably end up trading more stuff just because they do have some tax and, and uh, apron issues to deal with if they do just Harris for hero, but they can get around that. Um, and then, but I, so it's easier. It's very easy for the Nets to match for hero based just as it is, uh, but it's much more challenging for the heat, which is why looping in their at least them looping in their outgoing deals uh, helps them a lot. Definitely more than Nets. So kind of going off of that, um, obviously there's a lot of different pathways that this thing can go and you've done a great job laying them out. But 
the idea of maybe not all of them, all the trades being looped in together, even if it's between four and seven teams, it seems like it's mutually beneficial for teams to be able to do this. Not just it's not just beneficial for the Heat. Um, how do you think? Because I understand the salary matching part, and I think that part is really, really interesting. And like you mentioned in your story, um, it would it would keep the Nets from having to include any more salary as well as the Heat, and um, the Heat would still have Kyle and Duncan's contracts that they could move or they could keep whatever they decide to do with it. What I was going to ask you, what was what is the likelihood that something like that happens? A mega deal where it's between five and seven teams, but even more importantly than that, how how can the Heat get this to be agreed upon? How much would need to be sent out? Like, for example, the Thunder one, you mentioned the protections thing, which I think we've been talking about since last summer when they were in the, the KD and Mitchell stuff. We, that was kind of something that um, was assumed that would have to happen in order for them to pull off a deal like that. And it seems kind of similar here where you, you might end up having to um, do all of that to get the Blazers an extra pick. Maybe you can hold on to your young guys kind of as, as a consequence of that. Um, is it good enough for the Thunder to amend the protections and maybe delay that pick further and further down? I, I think it's even possible they could – it doesn't have to be till 2026. It can be a 2028 um, pick that they, they kind of transfer it to, if I if I have that correctly. But as well as, as well as for, like, the other teams, Cleveland, how do you get them to agree up, upon it? Like, I think what is the incentive for – outside the heat and nets for the other teams that would be a part of this – to, so to, to do this so to answer that part of the question uh i you asked me what is you know the likelihood maybe a five to seven team trade happens i actually think yeah if damian Lillard ends up getting traded to the heat i think it's pretty high that ends up being a five to seven team trade and the reason for that is not only because it helps the heat it helps the blazers a lot because right now a three-team trade probably means the blazers need to take back ben simmons or Kyle Lowry, or Duncan Robinson, or a combination of them. But the more teams get looped in, the less money Portland needs to take back. And one of the things I talked about is, so Woj said that he, the the Blazers are prioritizing draft picks, young players, uh, which probably also means they want to just save money. So there's a potential where like they could honestly take back no money back. Maybe they don't take back that little, but they can take back like so minimal salaries back maybe they only maybe they save like 40 million in the entire deal so that right there i think is the biggest uh thing that can help push a deal because i don't think it's really the other teams that need convincing it's it's portland because uh, they're the ones with Dane and they need to do what's best for the organization they're the one who can need the most convincing so the more teams get looped in the better the deal for them and then the other part of your question about the like what kind of package do the heat need to do and how the, can the picks play in it feels like the heater kind of coming from a position look we're going to give you everything we got we'll give you as many picks as we can uh you, you know see about Jovic, haywood whoever they can trade i guess martin's a pretty big sticking point but they'll try to do like their you know so-called kitchen sink outside of bam and butler so whatever they can do to make sure Portland gets as much assets as possible, I think they'll. that's what they'll do. So like the maximal offer they could do is something like three first round picks if OKC helps them out on, on that pick they already owe them. 
And then maybe whether it's Brooklyn, for example, they get Tyler Hero, maybe they send two picks or something to Miami. And then, uh, I mean, uh, Portland and, you know, whatever other assets, second rounders, pick swaps need to go back to Portland. I think that will be included as well. So I... This Tell us they can the keep best. one of the rookies. Tell us they can keep Hakez or Jovic. Oh, I don't think it's going to be Jovic. Before we watch Summer League tonight, so we know whether Hakez is already watch. safe. As long as the I know he signed, so they'd have to wait yeah. for him. No, but no, but, yeah. no, but that, no, but that, no, no. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that though, because everybody's talking about the wait here, and we're waiting on Dame. Well, not we're waiting on Dame. We're waiting on Portland. We're waiting on these other teams to get involved. That's six. But we are, we are waiting on on Hakez though too. If he's going to be included in this. Then you've got another twenty something, twenty two days from now, right? Something along those lines. That it's this can't days. be official. That, he he no. he's been thirty days. No, it's thirty. Oh, is it thirty? It's yeah. thirty. Okay. So we're already like, what are we like seven? One, we're almost two. a week into it, right? Something like that. Oh, really? I think it's been like two or three days, something like that. I, I, but, this thing feels like it's gone on for. I, I think Hawk is I, safe I, because, especially because, like, what's Portland going to do with with him? He's like a ready to win, ready to play now guy, like. He's perfect for the Heat. I don't like it. Doesn't make sense for Portland to to press for him, other than to like just you know just to squeeze Miami more. But I think look ultimately, do the Heat have the best trade package possible? Technically, no. There's more teams out there that can offer like a bunch of more picks. They've been stockpiling. Do I think the Heat have? unacceptable enough offer i think they're they're they can definitely make something happen that will give portland a, a pretty large haul that would be pretty acceptable in my opinion i think it's possible might not be the best but i do think it, it would be good enough well i i want to after the break here i want to uh zoom out then and and build on that because i i, I we're, we've gotten into the minutiae first which i i think is is what people wanted but I, I want to take a bigger picture look at this and who actually has the leverage and who has to bend in this situation. Like how far do the heat need to go so that Portland can save face? Cause it feels like that's what this is about at this stage. So I, I just want to head that direction. I do want to mention another couple of sponsors of the five reasons sports network, our friends over at prize picks, use the code five F I V E that's code five, get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. You can play prize picks on summer league. We just posted we're posting our picks on there. So if you want to play Hakez, Jovic, or any of the rest of them, you can play it on Summer League. No, you don't have to be a degenerate to do this. Just a big sports fan. That's it. Use the code 5. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. Also, we want to mention our friends over at Water Cleanup, WCUFL.com. Michael, Robert, and the rest of his team, they'll take care of all your leak issues, anything related to that water mold or anything. But they also have a preventative program. So get on that list. Uh, and get them to take care of your property before something happens, because we know the insurance companies are not the best at doing it afterwards. So go to WCUFL.com, reach out to Water Cleanup of Florida, make sure that you mention five reasons. Got more than 70 plus five-star reviews on Google. If you got the schmutz, they got the guts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, 
had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, so let's in the last five minutes here. We appreciate Yossi taking the time. You can follow me at Yossi Goslin. Uh, that's with a Z uh, in there on Hoops Hype and on Twitter, that app that apparently I guess is going out of business this week. We'll see on threads as well as soon as I figure that one out. Um, <laughs> don't we have to start doing that? We're going to have to give everybody's ads on threads. Is that is that what? Because I've always done the Twitter thing by default. Yossi, are you on threads? You are on threads. Actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do both. I'll just Twitter first, and then I'll just copy paste. Put on how many? Up, so what are we looking at? Blue sky. How many of these are there? There's so many. But I did feel cool when Yossi followed me back on on Threads. I do have to be honest. I, I, I'm gonna hold out. I think. <laughs> I'm gonna hold out. I don't know about five or I. They took away my verifications on Twitter, so it's at this point I, I probably should move. All right, let's let's get to it though. Um, the bigger picture here. Because this does feel like a saving face exercise at this point. Like Dave Lillard is not going to be with the Portland Trailblazers this season. Can we? You want, does everybody want to aggregate that? You can. Even it's, Woj bended today on TV. I mean, and he's, says, I mean, exactly. He's the last holdout. He's been carrying the water for the Portland front office, but he always does this, where he carries the water, carries the water, carries the water to a certain point, and then he sort of rolls the water over a little bit so that he can be right both ways, and then ultimately he'll get the story at the end because he's been carrying the water the entire time. This is how this works but shams spears haynes the ones who actually talk to the players they're all saying dave is going yeah, to miami right all of that and us okay those who actually He's talk not to the playing Hain. another game with the blazers thank you could you say that again we can aggregate that ready go ahead i don't think he's going to play another game with the blazers I think that's thank done. you yes. they should have thank ended you. it two years ago and Agreed. he will be and- playing for the miami heat aggregate that folks <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> the NBA Central, you're paying attention. You know, see, I mean, two years, like, I mean, you made a good point though. If they had sold on him two years ago, which was the first time that he kind of suggested he might run for the grind, what would they have gotten? Like, and I know it's not, it wasn't Cronin at the time. It was the previous regime and he didn't get along with the general manager and the general manager did a whole bunch of bad things. But I'm just saying like, you know, it's not the heat's fault that Portland has mangled this situation to such a degree that they're not going to get what they were before because, again, there's no package out there. Like, unless you're trading Jalen Brown and he's going to and he's and he's going to immediately sign an extension with the Portland Trailblazers, which I don't think is going to happen. Philadelphia trading Maxi, okay, so he's marginally better than Tyler Hero at this stage, but he doesn't want to. But but Dame doesn't want to go to either of those two. Well, he certainly he doesn't want to go to those places. So, okay, 
what do you think it is? What is the needle to thread for the Miami Heat so that Joe Cronin can go back and say, I did the best I could. And look, I held him out for all this stuff. And look at this pot of gold that I got. Haywood Iceman. So I guess it's just about the amount of unprotected first they can get back. So assuming Miami gets one of their first back and they can trade three, uh, there's three right there they could probably do. I, I, the the most, like as far as volume, it would, the mo- the one that, format that makes sense would be 24 26 28 uh so you could do those three unprotected and then let's say a team like the nets uh have to trade two first maybe one one from like the suns for example which could be a good unprotected one uh those are like in odd years and then maybe another one like by the mavs they have the mavs picks so up just like an idea i think if you can get like five unprotected first i mean the nets got four unprotected first for kd yeah, they're not going to get a player as good as the, the Blazers wouldn't be getting a player as good as Mikhail Bridges, obviously. But um, I think that's, you know, five unprotected first. I think that's pretty good. And let's, you know, see what other minor prospects they could get uh, from whichever other teams are involved and then save a, a ton of money, get a huge trade exception. Now you've got the flexibility to accumulate more assets take on other teams' bad money with picks attached, with other young players attached. Uh, I I think I don't I think the bubble has popped for what is these insane values for trades in uh in with star players, not because largely because of the new CBA. I think the Nets honestly cashed out the perfect time getting all that for KD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel obviously the same way about uh, Utah and what they did with Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. I kind of, I think, I don't, so I don't see anyone really getting that those types of hauls now. Maybe it'll happen in the future, but uh, I mean, yeah, that's why they should have sold them two years ago or last year. But I, I do think they could still get a pretty acceptable haul. So you arrived at five picks and if I'm following you that they arrived at five by virtue of hero netting them too. Am I following you or did I not follow you there? Yeah. They got That's the idea. Instead of sending hero to Portland, a lot of reports say that Portland doesn't want him. They got to try to get like one or two to Brooklyn for him, like good ones. Yeah. To Portland. And Brooklyn has a couple weird picks that I think are going to be like not so great first round picks as they appear to be right now. I think one of them maybe a Suns pick, and I don't know what else. Um, so I mean about the Suns in a couple of years. That's true because you know in 2026 they're going to have a chance to like basically be really bad and let that whole thing fall apart. Like that has a time limit. Yeah. There's a ticking time bomb on that whole thing. But not to yeah. veer off too far, this is what I, I want to pick your brain on because I feel like you'll probably one of the be you'll be one of the more unbiased people we can ask this. Tyler Hero, you are saying that they'll find a way to get two two first round picks for him somehow. Um, so uh. Can you, with De- with Desmond Bain getting the contract we saw, what is your viewpoint on Tyler Hero as an asset one, which I kind of hate talking about human beings like assets is super weird, but here we are. And then also, um, 
with the contract skyrocketing and the annual salaries going up and Tyler being where he is under the old CBA, do you think that slowly but surely some of these guys that have been looked at as maybe overpaid are all of a, gonna, all of a sudden going to be looked at? Maybe DeAndre Hunter is another example of a guy where he ascends just a bit and all of a sudden they're saying, oh, these are guys actually on pretty contracts that are representative of their value. I'm just interested because there's been so much noise about like even one report came out that the Nets would want to be compensated for taking Tyler Hero. So where do you stand on Hero's value from an asset perspective? Is it really that two first round picks is what you think he's worth getting back in a trade? So I don't, I'm just kind of threw that out there as what the Heat really want to try to accomplish, what the, the, what the assets that they want to try to get for him to send to Portland. I mean, the Grizzlies uh, traded two first, uh, you know, not, not super high quality first, but they traded two first to get Marcus Smart. So um, I think uh, just like an idea of what they could maybe get for Hero. Uh, but obviously, I think that as far as like my my like idea of him as a player, I think he's a good player. But the contract, I can't say I like the contract, to be honest. I think him, Jordan Poole, RJ Barrett, they all cashed out at around the same time. And we saw what the Warriors have to do with Jordan Poole. Not that, uh, you know, Tyler Hero is like in that same tier. I think he's much better than Jordan Poole. But a $27 million, $30 million player, I'm not so sure about that. So I don't think they're going to be able to get like a ton of value for him. But um, it's just so it's for the Heat, it's just about, okay, Portland doesn't want Hero. Let's find a team who does and was willing to give a couple things to Portland. Yeah. Can I can I read one? I'm going to let Alex close here because I know he's got one comment that kind of ties back to the stuff we got to the beginning. But I just want to read what what Zach Lowe said today on the latest Low Post. Everyone is acting like the Heat's offer is a pile of dog bleep, and I'm like, look, Tyler Hero, he's not amazing, but I think he's a good NBA player. People have made the Jordan Poole comps endlessly. Tyler Hero has been demonstrably better than Jordan Poole. Tyler Hero is an actual legit elite three point shooter. I, I feel like this thing has happened here with Tyler where he was maybe somewhat overrated by some, because again, he's different. He had some flair. He comes into, you know, the bubble and he shows out and, you know, in certain situations in the bubble on that stage, he's actually been a much better player since the bubble, but nobody wants to pay attention to that. And I think it flipped the other direction where it's now like, again, there is a perception that like, because they got to the finals without Tyler, that somehow he wouldn't have been useful in any situation. Yes, the Heat did adjust and they did some things better defensively. And we'll never know if they would have gotten to the finals with Tyler. But I mean, he was in a lot of ways their most consistent scorer throughout the regular season this year. And I, I just think it's 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 incredible to me how this thing is flipped, where now it is there is a perception that like he sucks. And I, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, no, I, he doesn't suck. No, I don't think. I'm not going to, I could never go even close to that far to say that he sucks. I, I there are some limitations there. Uh, and I do think maybe, maybe Miami's not the greatest fit for him with what they're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, I think there are probably some situations where he might be able to thrive a little more. He might not, I don't think he'll, he, he might be able to go at like such high levels as the Heat are right now. Uh, but, no, I agree. He's not like 
the only reason I compared him to Poole and Barrett and just, just because of the money, they all got around the same amount of money at the same time. Uh, I just feel like a little, probably a little much, a little too rich for what, what I think for like how good he really is, but he's still going to get better. And I think the idea that, uh, yeah, like I don't want to talk about too much of him as an asset, but that he's like this bad asset. He's not a bad asset, not by any means. He's not going to get like a ton of stuff back for the Heat, but he'll still he still got value. He got positive value for sure. I think he was the right fit for the Heat when he was the sixth man. Yeah. I think the issue was trying to play with Jimmy and Bam in the starting lineup, especially Jimmy didn't maybe work as well. And again, that we we devoted about fifteen podcasts to that. Alex, close the loop on this. Let let's get back to this this mega trade that when this happens. We're going to throw a parade for Yossi uh, down here on Biscayne. Yeah, the parade will be for Yossi and for Andy Ellisberg for pulling up. <laughs> yeah, actually, it'll be more for Andy, to be honest. For the, the masterpiece. But getting back to the idea of that mega deal, which you see. Probably more likely than not. Okay, uh, I think I just lost my mic here. Can you still hear me? No. <laughs> Say it again. Hold on, hold on. Okay, do you hear me? No, this is a rare occurrence where my mic is better than Alex's. So I'm here. I'm, I'm going to read. Can I read the question for you? There's, can I read there's still there's still no mic from your end. So let's let's not go that far. But it's back now. Okay. Um, what I was going to ask is, as far as and I know I asked you kind of something similar before, um, and you explained how it would be beneficial to the Heat, the Nets, the Blazers. What about the Cavs and the Pistons? And, and I know we went over the Thunder as well, but. What, why, what would incentivize the Cavs and the Pistons to be looped in to this type of trade, which would benefit the Heat and maybe not as much for the Pistons, but for the Cavs, who are a direct competitor in the same conference, to, um, to pull off this deal? Like, do they are the Heat going to have to send something uh, Cleveland's way, or is somebody going to have to send something to Cleveland? And uh, same for Detroit. I don't know. It's up to say maybe. Like I said, when maybe they'll want a, a second or something, maybe some cash. It's going to be something small. I can't. I don't see either teams demanding something so exorbitant or willing to potentially put the, these deals at risk because obviously they want their de- these deals to happen. But they could just get a little something back, like those things I mentioned. I think that should be enough. All right, we've taken too much of your time, so we appreciate you joining us today. Uh, we're going to let Heat fans ruminate on this. Again, I think seven teams is not enough. We need at least 17 to make this interesting. Uh, again, follow his work at Yossi Goslin and on Hoops Hype and on Spreads and on Blue Sky and on whatever the heck comes next, uh, everything with Facebook, I'm sure. All right, uh, we will be back tomorrow. Thanks to our sponsors, You Break, We'll Fix, Water Cleanup of Florida, and Prize Picks. Subscribe to Off the Floor. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.